I'm Fat P. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Ah, just giving our producer Herb a little bit of stuff. Welcome to an episode of The Geek Down. had it coming, my man. I told you. Hold it. Sorry. Had to get that vitriol out of my system. It's toxic. Yeah, what's happening, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house on the side of me, my man representing. You know him. You love him. If you don't, shut Shut His name is Black Adam Willis. Hey, man. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, doing okay, my man. Yeah. We started off a little bit late, but that's okay. That's because okay are... because so I'm sitting here playing uh, Rampage on the original Nintendo over here. So you could have you showed up 15 minutes late. I'd still been stuck to that. Really? It's like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I noticed y'all playing over there with the classic Nintendo resolution is nothing but blocks on screen and stuff yeah oh man it, it went glitched, out it yeah. glitched out on me didn't it, yeah. it did That's well, it took me to. it took me my like old technique of like put it under my shirt and blow on one end it took that like three three oh, tries to get to actually start which yeah. is a uh, part of the, the the joys of actually playing the original nintendo is trying to fix it you know what i mean nah, baby, i discovered the secrets later on in life you, you, get, you earn it you yeah. felt like you earned it <laughs> it took <laughs> years of practice yeah. you get a q-tip a little bit of rubbing alcohol slide it along the top right there <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone's got their everyone's got their techniques you know well that's the thing man it's like, it's like it's like one variation of the of the captain america super soldier serum man it's not just one <laughs> okay everyone thinks i've got this technique well i got this technique well i got this technique well none of them seem to work for too long it's because you got to do them all together yeah mm-hmm. just throw it that's all right. you know. that's the secret y'all just blow up the game you know? uh-huh yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a team effort you know combo that bit match <laughs> all right you hear another voice in the house that is of course the thriller priest himself i'm looking across the table of my man jm peace fam glad to be here man it's been a while to be here with you gentlemen too long man too it's long. been a while, been a while. but before that while you were here like nine weeks in a row yeah for real so i had the good run but you ain't call me now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Took too long. We are happy to have check in clear. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, we got bills to pay too. Okay, something's gonna slide by the wayside. Yeah, that's 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 why that's why we don't have Herb this week. It's actually recording. (laughs) I am a recording. (laughs) Keep it sounding amazing, DJ Herbert Herb. Hey everybody, how's it going? Hey, what's happening, dude? That was the robotic voice. Uh, He's he's a robotic guy. You know, he's all business, super (laughs) duper serial. All right, but now we've got an action-packed show for you, despite this EU business, man. Because yo, countries are splitting and and uh, and uh, and what do you call it? seceding from? Yeah, from it's such Union. a big deal. They just tanked that soccer match versus Iceland, which is like the biggest <laughs> upset in <laughs> English soccer history. Hey, man, it's down and stay out. I say, I give, I give them three, maybe four weeks tops before they're like a modern-day Game of Thrones up there. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> all, all I'm gonna say is you're gonna see. Uh, well, they, I mean, the royal family kind of dresses like that anyway. With <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me see Prince Harry talking about Hodor on screen. <laughs> All right, but now nah, let's jump right into news because we got some interesting stuff. Actually, yo, dude, what? My, what? My, uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm having I'm having flashbacks of maybe Andy Kaufman was right. Ah! Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Jerry Lawler doing Damn. bad things today, man. Jay, it's, you wanna... it's a little suspect. All right, so today, yeah, I don't know. it seems like the guy was always kind of. It's a little suspect. It's a little suspect. All right, so we got Jerry Lawler, the, king. the only king from the Memphis. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry Lawler got suspended indefinitely by WWE, which is crazy. Which is crazy considering crazy. the fact that he's um, he's been leading the, um, the color commentary team since and ever. Since ever, since honestly, ever, you probably said Macho Man Randy Savage got let go unceremoniously. Yeah. Um, so for Lawler to be ultimately the the mainstay of the color commentary team, and of course, just him being a wrestling legend. What if like he goes out that way? It's some ignominious way of going out. You know what I mean? After mm-hmm. that long, it's. And it's kind of sad, man. Only reason you know is because WWE put a put a posting on their website just saying Jerry Lawler suspended indefinitely. Yeah. And this well, is what's the, for... the actual story? Like the the, the story cost. ultimately is because um he's been charged with domestic violence against right. his fiance. So this is not like oh man, this is too bad. I mean, because this is bad stuff. I don't like. I don't feel bad for him. You know, what I, I mean? don't. If this either. stuff, if Whoa. this stuff is true, you know what I mean. If this stuff is true, which I, I mean, right it's now, a little, I'm it's a little suspect. It's I'm a little gonna... suspect. Yeah. Okay, what do you got? All right, let me let me read this little blurb from you real quick that I got from Forbes. Um, here we go. The, cu- the couple got into an argument that turned violent and involved a gun. McBride, who is um his fiance, told police that Lala yeah, held McBride, her against yes, we her. Know him well. <laughs> <laughs> He's bound in death. Um, Lala held her against the kitchen counter and hit her in her head, pushed her against the stove, then put the gun on the kitchen counter and told her to kill herself. Lala told the police the argument started when Lauren lied about where she had been. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lawler said McBride scratched him in the face, threw a candle at him, and kicked him in the groin. That's the started off. That's, started That's that was his that was his response to what uh-huh. she did to him. He also claimed that she was drunk and threatened to kill herself. Both were, arrest, were arrested when police were unable to determine who started the problems. So that's the first thing that I heard when Lawler sat back and said, hey, listen, um, she was drunk. I was not about to allow her to go out driving drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, well, he abused me. In the end, WWE has this whole zero policy, uh, zero tolerance policy. So the fact that he was accused, he's off the air indefinitely. So it's, yeah. it, I have mixed feelings. I mean, if he did it, hey, it's what it is. But a problem is like, well, I mean, if he ain't do it and he's telling the truth, that kind of sucks. Yeah. So it really kind well, of all depends. Of course, anybody is accused of anything and they're innocent but I, right now you kind of have to go uh yeah i kind of have to believe it right yeah well they'll bring him back when he comes back as the rattlesnake <laughs> um no what i'm no that was that was, a, that was a kind of a deep reference to stone cold yes, Un- under similar charges <laughs> years ago mm-hmm. was suspended on under under uh, mm-hmm. a very along similar lines with deborah but, mcmichael right yeah mm-hmm. this situation gives me pause because like it said and i heard more than one uh more than one report along with the police report itself saying that it was a strong possibility that he was it did initially start with her um basically being moderately su- suicidal and uh, abuse. Be moderately like started, suicidal. Well, the thing is, it started off with her saying, her actually threatening to kill herself because she's in, she was in that drunken state. You don't know if she's serious or if it's just one of those things she's people wasted, say when yeah. they get drunk and mad. <laughs> That's a and hell then, of a thing to say when you're like, oh, my girlfriend, you know, she tends to get really drunk. Hey, and man, I know people that do it. Man, I've seen that but, too, man. It's yeah. crazy. I've seen yeah. drunken broads Dude, get all suicidal. Yeah. It's, ooh, it's a mess. I had friends. Yeah. One of my, one of my party those horror stories is some dude I met. He was the nicest guy in the world. Got a bit too much in him, like I think like three shots. And then the party started off with dapping up, talking about movies and stuff, and ended with like five dudes, me included, trying to pry. The, and he was a skinny, wiry dude trying to pry him off his wife, talking about, I love you, please don't leave me or I'll kill you. And I'm like, yo, this same dude, yeah. who, I mean, this cat came to the party in like gold spanks. Yeah, uh, he's like, you know, that's a guy things. you don't in, invite out for some yes. after work TGI Fridays, you know. You yeah, know? He, he, he's not he's not coming to the company party. Yeah. What I'm thinking is in this type of situation, if it started off as, as self-defense, it sounds like because she was not only uh, threatening to hurt, harm herself, but she was also attacking him when he got close. And then it got way, way too deep on the 180 where it's guy. like, well, I mean, there's a difference between Doesn't. restraining a hysterical, uh, hysterical person and then like slamming them into furniture. You, right, you know, mm-hmm. and, and damage, and then saying, "Just go ahead, kill yourself." Because I think, yo, I, I've been to that point where it's like, yo, I'm trying to help you. Out, weapon, you. Yeah. you know, I'm trying to have your back. Why don't you go? You know, sit? no, I'm not going. You better not go. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's like you can go in that complete 180, and suddenly the situation is no longer in your favor, and suddenly uh, audi- uh, juries are no longer on your side. So I'm like, it started. It may have started off with him trying to be helpful. I'm trying. I'm hoping, like fingers crossed, benefit of the doubt situation that that's as far as it got. But, but the likelihood is we're talking about professional athletes who are known for be, being in, this, in these situations and not everyone is completely innocent. And even though it's Jerry Lawler, I think where I'm, I'm really trying not to harp on this is the dude I, I I grew up watching this wrestler. And then later on, this commentator and then this figure who like him as a heel, like him as a, as a face, you know, and this is this, no, is, and this is one of those touchiest, the touchy situations. As Adam Willis knows very well, domestic violence ruin your life. It's Absolutely, true. man. I'm a, I'm a. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Lawler too. But a part of me is kind of sitting here like, well, why didn't we go the route of at least suspending the guy um, first as they investigated, as opposed to saying we're suspending you indefinitely right now based upon this report that we heard yeah. on TMZ or wherever they got it from. It's like, well, come on, man. Like, at least give us a a, a barrier here, man. At least give us a time frame as opposed to just saying. Allegations came out. You're well, spending it indefinitely. See you later. Well, that's a way of kind of being like, well, we got to sift through everything and see how serious this actually is and get, you know, all the information. Fair enough. Well, what's going to happen that now? Way they can, it leaves them in to like, okay, we'll bring you back. If, if mm-hmm. it turns out, you know, none of this is. If. So that's yeah. a big mm-hmm. Or if she doesn't if. press charges and everything like that. My thing is just like, this is like, this is his wife, right? Like, fiance, I believe. Well, fiance, you, you mm-hmm. should know her well, right? I just don't mm-hmm. get how people get in Man, these situations. I've been, I've been with know, women where, for years, not found out. Yeah, but you know that like your girl, four, you're. Five. No, but you know if your fiance, whatever, like that, if she gets a few drinks in her, this is how she gets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this okay. didn't pop out of like nowhere. Like, oh man, now I had to put her head through a wall. It's just like <laughs> you know ever- your old lady, right? You know her. That's, I agree. That's, that's you do. You, you, you know your old lady. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's that's the kind of situation. It's just uh, it's you know, but 
It's a mess. It's, it's a mess. It's a, and basically, it's, this is bad on all sides. You know what I mean? For But gentlemen, for, that's not the only suspension we have. Oh, we, yeah. have <laughs> we have another suspension. More happiness. We have another suspension, gentlemen. A suspension. Yay! A former. Spoiler alert. This happened last week, so you should have seen it. Or the week before. Roman Reigns got so, suspended for 30 days. Yeah, what? So he now you, just... Hold on, hold just on. Started, oh, okay, so well, can you explain this? Because I read it, and it, and it's he, it is really cryptic. Well, no, it's, it's just like when they when he first got suspended, and what mm-hmm. was the, I forget the language they use for he violated, he the, violated wellness the wellness policy. policy. So, can you explain what the, the wellness policy? That is? wellness policy means that he was using a drug they shouldn't be using. That's all that means. When they say they violated the wellness policy, it means he used a drug that he should have been so, using. It could be steroids. It could be it could be no weed. It could be suspended for steroids. It could be weed. He could have been smoking up. It could they have been have a, a zero tolerance things. man. We I have no Rob idea. Damn, got caught by that. No, because oh. every. Everyone's on juice in, mm-hmm. in wrestling. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. got to be on mm-hmm. that stuff. So mm-hmm. it can't be that. It's got to be announces. something pretty. I mean, it's only thirty I, days. I mean, if it was, if it be, it's for the first violation. But typically, wellness means you're using some sort of drug. He could be popping. He could pop, be popping yeah. painkillers. It could be a slew of things he could be doing. But, but you just hear about those. That's what these guys run off of: cocaine, painkillers, mm-hmm. and steroids. Yeah, I mean, you're working them like, damn near three hundred days a year. Yeah, I mean, you're you need these steroids, guys. honestly, to one stay in that kind of type of shape, two to recover from the beating you mm-hmm. take, because that's the what you know. They're most of them are taking it for because after you know. X amount of days, most people break down, and steroids mm-hmm. are the one thing that makes them, you know, continue. Absolutely, the part that makes it interesting because, I me, mean, for all we know, it could be really extreme, and they probably stopped with the thirty day suspension because the next pay per view will be in thirty days. Yeah, so he'll be ready to go for the next pay per view. Well, I know. So part of me is like, this is suspect on a time frame. So man, they're being real shady with the whole thing. Well, it's an interesting thing too because Brock Lesnar is now he has a fight at UFC two hundred. Yep, and so they lifted in the UFC their um, their drug test for for steroids and stuff for they have yep. forty days before mm-hmm. thing like that and they lifted that for him yep. on under the guys that they know he's probably on steroids and his and his, the guy he's fighting uh hunt? mike hunt mm-hmm. uh, mark, mark hunt who is living so yeah he's living he's like i gotta fight this guy who's all juiced out he's like i know he's juiced and he's, he's living to his eyeballs he's living and i can't blame the guy he pissed too it's like come on bro yeah really? man but that's the, like that's mm-hmm. not like you know in wrestling where you know being on steroids it's not like it's as effective like when you're actually punching someone as hard as you can in the face for real mm-hmm. and slamming these people down it's like that type of an advantage is is no joke this is like dangerous stuff do, though man you hear it's like this next match is scheduled for one fall. Yeah. Entering the ring, swinging from the rafters. <laughs> Rock Lesnar. Like, what, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, he Donkey Kong. <laughs> you look like the ultimate warrior. I mean, Smashing these guys the are juice to their eyeballs. Oh, jeez, you know the mean? warrior. Can jeez, you feel man. it? <gasps> oh, my God. I, I remember when he, when he um, gorilla pressed um, the Honky Tonk Man. I just fell for him. He just dropped him with no shame. And I'm like, <laughs> he had to have just shot her right before then. Just dropped the Honky Tonk Man like a freaking sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, like. Sam, no care for his body. But so, go ahead. Go so ahead Roman Reigns is right. in too much danger. He's just He'll be back. Uh, He'll be back in time for the pay per view. But the thing is, this leaves um, I just Dean like Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins trying to figure out how did he build up this this three man right. match of a pay per view with just the two of them. It's so they'll t- figure it out. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they'll work the Miz in there somehow. Yeah, right. They probably will. <laughs> but at this point, I mean, it's uh, it's it's funky, man. This is. Drugs, oh, wait, I you think drugs something, are part something of, in the WWE. Just is I love a the language. Suspect, yeah, maybe not I like the, the language, up. the wellness. The you wellness viol- <laughs> you know, it violated the wellness policy. Man, you know like, that dude eh, got caught with like that covers. Like, that's gonna cover so much stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like, nah, they found that dude with so many bottles of baby aspirin. Yep. So you gotta keep that heart healthy, but one a day. Roman Reigns got on that Tussin boy. All right. Hold on. Next news story. I want to jump into real quick. Overwatch. We've been talking about a lot. It's the most conflicted, I think. One of the most popular games right now, and one of the most conflicted. I know Herb's a big fan, and he's he's just strained right mm-hmm. now, just looking angry. I'm not really a big fan of Overwatch. Ooh. Herb, not backing me up on stories. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. Yeah, I, 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 I had to say true, dude. Hey, yeah, but yeah, kind of, sort of, but not really. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, time. nah, I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I don't give up. Anyway, um, Overwatch is dropping the avoid player option after it wreaks havoc, quote-unquote, on matchmaking. 
Now, what's going on is players have been complaining on Blizzard forums about um, uh, long load times and their games being mismatched when they do get in. Now, a fatal flaw was actually found when they started investigating this and started looking at one dude in particular who was getting these really long load times and really skewed gameplay. Uh, this cat who uh, played um, uh, Widowmaker, uh, Widowmaker class there. And uh, it found out that now normally this uh, avoid player claw, uh, avoid player option, the button was put in so cats can, you know, avoid playing with trolls, basically block folks mm-hmm. that they don't want to get involved in. So like this 13 year old screaming racist stuff in your ear. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. How many, how many yeah. times can a 12 year old, how many different ways can a 12 year old prove they're homophobic in like, yeah. you know, several different forms? Dropping N bombs and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, it turns out it, uh, it was also being used. This dude wasn't one of those trolls. He wasn't a whole, actually had a reputation of being a nice guy, yeah. but he was also really, really nasty at his, like, he was ill. And yeah. Cassius didn't want to play. Sometimes being nice when you're the nasty too is like, you want to hear, ah, this guy's killing me and he's really he, 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 he wasn't like humble bragging. He, <laughs> yeah, no, he, was no, just, no. he was just good. Yeah, right. Like, like That's that what I'm good. saying. Yeah. And it's like, yo, oh, you mean you hate him more? Yeah, so like, I'm saying you like, hate him more. I hate oh, you, man. but I can't. You bought us cupcakes. Yeah, it makes it worse. Yeah. Not only are you really good, but you're really nice, too. I hate this guy. <laughs> well, this poor SOB is falling into games with, like, cats who are, like, like fresh noobs. These are the ones uh, who are letting them in because what happens is you uh, sit long enough in the queue and it opens up to other um, other, other skill levels. This dude had a, had a reputation for being a good guy, so it wasn't that he was, like, trolling folks. It wasn't that he was being just a, you know, just a butt. Which, ironically enough, this is the first Overwatch story we've we've touched on in a it's while. It hasn't involved the butt. Yeah. yeah, right? Um, it turns out, like, this system that was intended for cats to avoid trolls is being used for cats to compartmentalize their matches. So, uh, in, in, in ways, it's not there's nothing really against this in the rules. It just creates an unfair... Um, an unfair uh, situation. Sounds a little confusing to me. I'm trying to follow here. Uh, so well, okay, okay, Adam. It's like it's like, yo, we having a freestyle battle, right? Yeah. It's like but it's, just, it's just a cipher. We're not mm-hmm. we're not going at it, you know, like right. too hard. We're not like cutting throats and things. And then Jay comes in. Now Jay is ill. Okay, Jay's known around the neighborhood, you know, for just like cutting suck, taking suckers down. Naturally. But he's also a dude who's like, you know, he's not going to attack you. He's not going for the cheap shots. Yeah, he's, he's not coming at intricate- the, He's not coming at the family, right? You know? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and we can just be like, yo, Herb. Block form, and the herbs like, nah, man, your microphone's broken. Nah, man, can't get you in here. Nah, what's going on? We got uh, speakers down. Nah, man, we only got we only got thirty more. Which is all those things are real with the studio. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been operating out of one ear with yeah. these headphones for for. I've been sharing months, mics. Yeah. <laughs> this studio, yeah. like a Beatles but, over here, like ah. Oh, would mic. be the avoid button in this case. It's like the okay. situation where it's like, yo, Herb, this dude's like, you know, uh, this dude's messing with ladies. This dude's, you know, coming up here and saying some racist rhymes and things. You kick him out, so and then Herb Tattler's coming into, you know. Yeah, then Herb's got a strong arm and strong, you know, strong arm and, you know, get this suck out. Herb's got a dead arm and take him in the back and, like, you know, wail on his kidneys for a bit. <laughs> you know, it's like we're abusing Herb's, uh, we're abusing uh, uh, Herb privileges. Take sounds him like in the back room. Not the back room. Sounds like a regular Tuesday to me, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, but so, it's, so it's like that only uh, game-wise. So it's like now Jay wants to get in the cypher, but Jay's got to sit and wait on the side. Wait his turn <laughs> and we can just be like, yo, who's next? He's like, yo, Who's next? I got uh, next. Yo, who's next? And we just overlook I didn't see him. I didn't see him. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Anybody else? Yeah, so then like two or three more cats around the room, they start, you know, ciphers of their own. They're just, you know, it's like, uh, 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 uh. my name is Peaches. I'm here to say I'm the rockinest guy in the USA. And these are the only ones he can get into. Um, that's essentially what's happening with Overwatch here. Mm. And I feel like most cats who like are deep Overwatch players have no idea what that uh, what that uh, comparison I just made has anything to do with the game. But I promise you, that's what's going on. Okay, uh, made so, it crystal clear for me. Right, <laughs> glad you understand, brother. This is <laughs> resulting in grossly mismatched <laughs> games, and this is Blizzard's main concern. They found other like actual issues with their matchmaking system mm-hmm. so they're starting with they're, they're like oh plan and overhaul the whole thing but they're starting with uh removing the uh, avoid player button since it's kind of being abused right now um yeah i can and, see how that would yeah and they're gonna ramp up be... this will drastically change the current uh gameplay uh style of overwatch at least for a couple of weeks mm. so i mean if you're a hardcore Overwatch player be aware of this it's a thing that's happening and actually maybe it's a good thing maybe uh you're one of these dudes that's just so incredibly impossibly dope at your techniques that yeah. they don't want to play you that way yeah seriously it's true yeah I i'm not even that, gonna mess with this guy did i ever show you that overwatch character that looks just like fond of feeling 
Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, it was uncanny, yo. Which, yeah, it was actually a little scary. A little frightening. I'm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I get like the uncanny valley with stuff like that too. If they're if they're too lifelike and too like familiar with me, I get like super uneasy. Like with mannequins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think they saw you know a picture I mean? somewhere and like you know maybe yeah. incorporated? Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm like walking through like a, a department store and there's like mannequin sitting there and it looks like someone I know I'll freak out I have that so, so, that, so that thing that that character in from Overwatch just definitely made me a little yeah that because that's that's a, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's an anime like <laughs> yeah. somebody drew that and it's, it's, it's like the body was the same the face was the same the <laughs> hair was the same and she has very specific she's hair. like hey Pat and Adam's like ah oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah I feel the same way every time I see a porn star it looks like someone I know what the hell alright so I got to check out a comic comic got, book I got to check out the comic book see. like a book uh, it's based off of the Legend of Tomorrow TV series the actual plot point is <clears throat> Legend of Tomorrow, a collection of powerhouse tales in one anthology. Some of comics' most legendary talents launch new tales of Ronnie Raymond and Professor Stein back together as Firestorm, which in itself is based off of... You've never watched? I don't think so, no. It's not a bad show. Uh, Did you ever watch Doctor Who? No, Doctor Who is too big for me. I I haven't Ah, found an entry point into the... One of the um, side characters, but a very notable and actually pretty well-liked side character is one of the the, uh, main leads on the Legend of Tomorrow TV show. Okay. The uh, Legend of Tomorrow comic series, which is based off of the TV show, which in itself is based off of... (laughs) <laughs> characters in the D- DC comics based off of yeah, based yeah. off of so it's, it's, right. so it's kind of like it's kind of like a meta singular a meta singularity they got going on there it, this is more of an anthology that's breaking down the individual stories of certain characters in the TV show right. and it's trying to make a link between the characters in the show and their progression as characters what i think is weird is this book is sticking to the comic universe characters so there's differences in the characters on the show Mm-hmm. But this is this is basically retelling Firestorm, which I don't think anybody read but me. You know, yeah. you're talking about a brother from the hood. I started reading <laughs> when Firestorm, well, well, they made him a brother. Cool, I got incentive now. There you go, of course. And on the show, it's two people that form into one: an old scientist and a young and a young black dude from the hood. And the show, ironically enough, focuses more on the old scientist, even though the comic has been about the dude, about the young. Yeah. Guy. So mm-hmm. that's kind of it's a weird take of, that you notice is a different kind of a, bummer, the show, right? yeah. a little bit. But it's their show. We'll see how it actually pans out as it goes along. Metamorpho and Sapphire transported to a war-torn planet across time with criminal Kanja Row in hot pursuit. And the Metal Men face off against General Skelet. And an ex from Wonder Woman's past threatens to expose sugar and spice in daytime television. Now, this expands beyond the show because Kanja Row hasn't been mentioned yet. Sugar and spice aren't all over the sucker. And the Metal Men, I would kill to see the Metal Men on that show because the Metal Men were dope. And I thought never really got their due. They've gone out of the DC has gone out of its way over the years, even though they don't publicize it, to introduce more female Metal Men and different personalities in the Metal Men. Where Mm -hmm. one of them's got to be gay. And one of them is basically an allegory for a brother. And they've introduced more females where there was historically always one. They're expanding the roster in kind of a rainbow coalition type thing. I mean, as time goes on, they most likely will, just the direction which we're going. I know they're a little on the slow end of it, but I truly believe they'll make that change. Yeah, but they play this close to the chest, and I'm like, if you want to publicize anything, stop pushing Batman versus Superman on us and crap like that. You know, like, you do an actual progressive things on the side, don't downplay this. Yeah, put that in the forefront. People are going to pay attention to that, more likely, you know? Well, they've they've tried to do it when people like Judd Winnick were writing um, books with, like, Metamorpho, with Indigo, with different characters that represented these underrepresented uh, uh, classes. And this would be a golden opportunity that they are kind of wasting because this book in itself is retelling stories that DC's already told before. Mm. Like I'm 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 reading this sucker like this story seems very familiar and I actually went back to my long boxes and found the original issues. Almost panel for panel they've retold these stories. The art's different um, and a couple of the writing to make it seem like they all know each other uh, in the outside stories is like it's put in. But beyond that the stories play out the exact same and they make slight tweaks to make it adhere a, a little mm-hmm. more to the TV show. So this in itself felt kind of confused in that way. More so because I know the original stories and I'm a DC Comics reader. If you're not, if so, you're only familiar with the TV show, I think this might be uh, a good way to usher you in to the backstory of these characters. But then here's the uh, uh, the other, I guess, foible. It's not all characters on the show. 
Okay. It's other characters <laughs> in the DC universe. So it's uh, like it goes beyond there and they've made no uh no um no hint that they're all going to be on the show at any point. Right. So yeah. in a larger scale, what what do you think of uh like DC now with the whole rebirth thing? Have you checked out any of those? Uh, DC kind of, it, uh it seems like they're trying to they're going nth degree. They do this a lot. If they see Marvel's getting the upper hand because sure, the MCU sure, is so sure. popular and people are now starting to buy more in the books and then Captain yep. America becomes a Hydra agent. Oh, we got to we got to buy as much as this possible and DC feels like they're slipping by the wayside yeah. because yeah, of was- things like BVS sucking donkey balls. And I mean, well, much I'm of it, they're too. trying to get back to their bread and butter, though, because I know yeah. Batman and Superman will consistently be their bread and but butter. Also, even yeah, though, but I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I think it's one of those, like you said, because they're getting whooped up by the, um, by the MSU, it's like, what do we do? Well, this, These are our staples. These are these are our cornerstones, man. We can't go wrong with Batman and Superman, because even even though um, BVS was was just horrific, mm-hmm. even despite that, even if they dropped the BVS Part 2, mm-hmm. people People will still go see it purely because it's Batman and Superman. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's why they're just falling back to their well, default. Well, I mean, they're going to, the, to these things, but that also is like, I know with The Flash, they bring back the, you know, Wally West, but mm-hmm. that's like, you know, that that was a, a black character mm-hmm. for a little bit. Now it's it's not. So they're kind of like losing some. Well, that, here's mm-hmm. one of DC's main problems, which, I mean, there's tons, there's tons of problems, but one of the main ones is they'll do something experimental and then they won't stick with it. Right. And yeah. that's where, like, and okay, so what was your incentive to read something new? It's like, well, this isn't going to keep up, you know what I mean? Why bother? So that's, yeah, it's, but it's, it's tough it's, ones like that. What I don't understand is why. It's just like, if your main beef is is, well, our competition's doing better with us than us. What are they doing differently? Well, they give characters time to grow. They give stories time to develop. They don't reboot their universe every five yeah. years. Yeah, I don't know mm. how good it's going to be, but I will say that original, I mean, we were talking about it before you got here, that original Rebirth episode, uh, uh, book, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, I thought was really good. You, you, well, you, you, are, you, are you really attached to Watchmen? Yes, but I, I'm just saying all the all way right, up until right. that point, like I can forgive two pages. I'm just saying, like all the way up, it was actually like just an engaging read. I thought it was it was done really well. Okay, so you're talking about. So the I didn't, I didn't like, That's... I didn't really like the the Watchmen drop at the end. I didn't, I just didn't think it. It just was so weird. It's just I, just I wasn't feeling that. Either, was connected but, but my thing with DC is they've done crossovers before where they have cat, uh, characters in different universes that are basically allegories for. Other characters. Yeah. They had Batman meet Midnighter. Mm-hmm. Midnight is an allegory for Batman. It's just, you know, Batman, the X-rated version. You know? Yeah. Same thing with um, with Apollo and Superman, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, basically, we've gotten kind of off the point of Legend of Tomorrow. This book in itself, uh, I've come to find is a decent read if you're not familiar with these characters and if you're not really, like, into the DC comics, but you have an affinity for the DC, for the Legend of Tomorrow show. Mm. And the problem is, it stops there. If you are a fan of DC Comics, if you are a fan of, you watch the show, you are a fan, you don't, it doesn't matter. Um, if you like the show itself, this might confuse you a bit, even though it's meant to expand on the character stories and mm. give you a little more uh, depth. It doesn't focus specifically on the characters on the show. I'd love to know more about Rex Mason. No? Yeah. I'd love to know more. I, I, you know, there's so much material that they could cover, but they choose to, to, uh, to focus on very specific ones that are kind of outside of the direct uh, laser focus. So it will confuse you if you're so not. It's going to alienate that, people, like tuning in to see something directly from that. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's it's actually a good story. Like, they this have is good not what I'm trying this. to get. You know, okay. no, they have good people on this man. Um, it's just okay. Written by uh, Jerry Conway, Keith Giffen, Aaron Lepresi, uh Len Wein. You know, and the art was actually pretty good too. Um, I don't re- I don't recognize uh, a couple of these cats the pencils, but I like their work in the in, in the in the book so far. Uh, Yildare Sinar. Uh, Bill Quist, Evelyn. I don't, I don't, I don't know those names, but the artwork has actually been pretty solid. Uh, the problem is, um, there's a very limited Venn diagram that the uh, that, that's going to appreciate this book. Okay, mm-hmm. and and that's where I think it fails. I would recommend this, but only if you're a fan of the show and really looking to le- learn more about the characters in their DC Comics personas. I got you. If mm-hmm. you're a fan of the show and already know, skip it. It's just gonna. Like you're gonna, so you're gonna you're basically saying this doesn't have a wide audience, but the people yeah. that are gonna like know it and are into it are gonna be really into it. Exactly. Okay, it's kind I of a shame because I, I hope DC would do better things than that. By right. Now. Yep. All right. So, um, dude, I, 
I got to go to the movies recently mm-hmm. and see something very popular in theaters today. What'd you see, Pat? I'd say popular is a good word. I mean... Okay, very well known. <laughs> yes, okay. Box office shattering. Uh-huh. I got to see Independence Day with Will Smith. Nah, not with Will Smith. I got to see Independence Day Resurgence. Resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Now, Awful. dig this. I mean, it's got Goldblum. Yeah, but the kids. Oh man, I don't know if the, if the kids love Goldblum. The kids, kids are all running out of the house for the next Goldblum picture. You know, uh, Independence Day resurgence. Uh, two decades after, <clears throat> I do the voice again. Two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. As the Fourth of July nears, satellite engineer David Levinson—that's Goldblum. David Levinson investigates a 3,000-mile-wide mothership that's approaching Earth. And that's pretty much it. Like, the alien, aliens it. came back. Basically, all you need to, to know about this ass. movie okay, is they that... They came for revenge. All you need to know is that Bill Pullman thing in the trailer when he's like, oh, they're coming back. That's the movie, right? That's the whole movie. That is the whole freaking movie. <laughs> they're coming back. And, and he's got the beard. It looks like he hasn't, like, left his bedroom for, like... Since the last film, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I will say the special effects in this movie were was, was solid, were on point. They did look good. They, yeah, 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 they, they had did. a $200 million budget and $195 million that went to the special effects. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's just, it, it was like, seriously, there's scenes with the alien queen. Uh, I would swear. Like, that's a real thing, yo. They went out and they found some alien zoo. Nah, and commissioned, man, the uh, movie you know. looks great, you know. Yeah. Stuff blows up mm-hmm. real good. By the, we by finally the got action <laughs> from the aliens in the, um, in the, in, like, in their war, in their war, like, suits, in their battle gear. Oh, so they step out. Nice. stuff and coming out and snuffing cats and then using their blasters. This isn't just one dang, oh, uh, I appeared out of the, out of the, out of the, out of the hole in my ship and then got punched in the face. Yeah, well, Elizabeth they got that they one, too. Earth. Like, it looks like a guy's, like, playing, like, Cell crusher you know, thing like that. He's playing that game. Oh, it looks like yeah, he's like he's, um, it's like that one alien on the computer. Like yeah. that's the other. That's the only other alien. <laughs> well, Minesweeper is, is an intergalactic, uh, intergalactic <laughs> is, sensation. Yeah. I think that's what he was capitalize. playing. Yeah, that's but okay, I, I will say I had to get that out because that's the main positive thing I can say about this movie. Man, everything else was really forced. They ham fisted this like well, one predictable is pre- predictable last plot. Yeah. And it's like the aliens are coming back. I can't imagine what they want. And then have the government gotten <laughs> smarter? No. Have we learned from our mistakes? No. Somehow there's world peace, but, but still like everything their, is preparing for war. We did use their technology to make it. We used their outdated technology to yeah. ramp up our weapons. They came back with their own uh, their new weapons. Their own, yeah, advanced stuff. Clearly so. smarter than us, all right? Mm-hmm. And, and this uh, like firmly just foot planted deep in rectum yeah. on Earth awesome. here. Mm. And I will say they tried to make this more about the people, but we don't care about the people in this one. In independent, I, I'm not going to make comparisons for the review here. I just want to say that in Independence Day from 1996, it was an ensemble cast that made the, that made uh, Earth's defense. Yes. And it was it was highly American. They did try to go outside of the borders for this one and introduce characters. There's one brother from, uh, there's one uh, African um, warlord Who's like a leg- who's like a main character, a legit dude, and you and also just like the primary badass, and like oh he's gonna do some, yo, he's gonna do some badass stuff, and you <laughs> hardly ever see this brother. <laughs> like he's he's in there for like three scenes to give some key information, and then gone. And then he's like, oh, I guess that was it. No, he's back. Okay, cool. Now we get. Yo, where'd he go? Where'd he, somebody, somebody, okay, so like, okay, so, cool. Uh, somebody, yo, somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, 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 somebody put a put a lock on Kunta. Put, let's so, keep him in the room. Goldblum um, in this. So what is it, what is his role in this movie? His role last is one, exactly he was like, the same. So he doesn't ever like get in a ship. He doesn't fight. He's just kind of like the the brains behind he the whole strategizes the whole thing. See, Since like, the last invasion, Goldblum is the guy that's been uh, trying to get our military. Up to snuff if well, the aliens ever come back. Right, because he's he the was one super smart, and I and this is he's one the of one that saved the world with a, with a MacBook. Well, this yes. yeah, well this is the one <laughs> one of the movies that uses the the great genre trope where anytime you want to let someone know that the character is smart, you're like, oh man, and he spent all that time because you went to MIT. Just saying, you went to MIT is like, oh guy, this guy he's can obviously this genius. he can hack the 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 server for the alien a whole alien race and stuff and bring all their weapons down. <laughs> he went to MIT. He spent a semester at MIT or something. <laughs> <laughs> he took a summer class. He got yeah, this. Right? Like, 
like he was good enough to go there. But yeah, that's yeah. like he, he, he stopped on the campus to ask directions, right? You know, that's 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 that one line of uh, of of dialogue that you drop into a movie to let someone know that they're really smart. Like well, okay, I believe there you. was there was no counterpart to uh, to Jeff Goldblum. He huh. was the main smart guy again yeah. in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, Judd Hirsch returns. Yeah, yeah Judd Hirsch returns. Bill Pullman returns. Okay, hmm. Brent movie. Spiner. Who we thought was who we saw die on screen was that the the the, 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 the scientist yeah, from the scientist. Area Fifty One? Okay, yeah. Like, wow, yeah. we don't get much visitors down here. You know, <laughs> 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 the president's hand, that guy. Yeah, it's it's, cool. it's unfortunate. This movie had a lot of promise. Uh. Surprisingly, well, really? because especially, well, because uh, it's really? okay, I, yeah. I, said, I said promise. I didn't say it was a good idea from from the film. Right. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think I hear what you're saying because it just seems very unnecessary movie. Yes, very much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see the the, yeah. the the point, but yeah. But you look at the cast, and, the, and it seemed at the very least like they were. Going with enough different people and enough variation that okay, at the very least, uh, nobody called for this. Nobody really wanted this. It's an obvious cash grab, but it's a cash grab that they're trying to do right. Right. You know, uh, some of the cast in this, they've got Liam Hemsworth. Uh, hmm. uh, well, they brought back Jeff Goldblum. They brought back a lot. Uh, some of the Is original. Roland cast. Emmerich directed it too, right? Roland Emmerich, so yeah. So the original director, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and you got to think that's it's he just blows everything up. That's like his forte. Was this guy directed every? He's Every movie that blows up. What do you, you got to hear? Yeah, I, did they handle Will Smith's absence in a in a cool way, dude? Or? Um, yes, they showed a picture of him and said, "We miss him, don't we?" Yes, we do. Ah, no way! Wow. <laughs> ah, come yeah. on. Was it straight Lisa Bonet picture? Yeah, <laughs> like the Cosby Show. It, 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 it pretty much was. Now the you know what I would have said line. to that too. Yeah, I miss him too because he hasn't done much good stuff in a long time. No, but he wanted. <laughs> I, I, found, I found out I the backstory there as to why Will Smith was not in the story. He was originally supposed to be. Right. He wanted fifty million dollars for two sequels and they were and they were like this is independence day we'll make our money back how's that working out yeah, but how much better would this movie have been like a lot better oh really? a lot better will smith's good, come on man. bro really i love the, the original will smith is the primary military present in this movie tell me will smith wouldn't be better than yes i'm i'm Okay, yeah. yeah, you you got that, but I'm sitting here like, listen. The first thought, the boy was a standalone movie to begin with. Yeah, There's so no totally. one should even thought about having a sequel to this. Like, right. really? Exactly. I mean, you can't you can't go any deeper than that. So part of me is like, well, they would would the cost benefit analysis really have worked out? But we shell out all that money for Will Smith for them to probably gross so. maybe a little bit more than what they are gonna gross anyway. I think it, it would have had better legs. I think more people would go out to see it longer. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. say like if you miss this on the, like opening weekend. You're probably not going to go week two or three. You're just going to be like, ah, whatever. It's not that good. Well, you know what I mean? But if it's like a Will Smith movie, he still does sell movies. People still do want to show enough. up. So, like, yeah. it's like, so I would probably be more apt to go see this thing if he was in it. So he saw movies, but, but um, he don't win Oscars. You can kind of you can kind of <laughs> judge the 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 quality of a movie to see who like oh, of a sequel to see like who comes back to do it. Though, and I know? agree. Yeah. And and you're right. I, you know, I'd probably be more apt to go see it if he was in it. Yeah, like. Free pass, back day. I might be willing to go see it if he's in it. <laughs> and I, I tell you right now, I have zero desire to go see it right I now. Do. I purely because he's not in it. So you got about that. Goldblum, but I do actually really like Jeff Goldblum. I will Me go too. see his movie. Yeah, I'm uh, not jumping out to of, see it. Big fan of Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of Goldblum. Me too. Um, the, the unfortunate thing is this movie introduces characters that we knew, that we liked, and then kind of dispatches them quickly. So mm. it seemed to me for a while that they were trying to say, let's not harp on the past and focus on the original movie that's based off of. Let's focus on the new uh, cast and their stories, which was cool if, since there's been so many times between movies, that would have been a smart thing to do, but they got rid of them kind of callously. They gave them a quick moment, then they were out. Will Smith is an afterthought. Uh, Vivica Fox is back. We see, oh, she's actually oh. done some good stuff. She's made something of herself. She's out. I won't say how. That's a spoiler. But um, the how primary she looked, characters. How she look? Uh, surprisingly. Yeah. How she looked? Good. Right, and cool. that 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 that's really saying something because if you saw Sharknado three, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I missed yeah. that one. Sorry. Me too. She, she is she is Me she too. she has done a lot of work on herself right. in the, in, hey, in the past. Boy, she's still fine. She wanted to. Go ahead. Um. All right. Well, Bill Pullman. Uh, plays an interesting role. They do a, a nice little bit, a nice little uh, uh, tribute to Robert Loggia in this one, who uh, who's passed. Um, yeah, he was like the general, movie. right? Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he was like the general. He was the. Yeah, this was Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. All right. Uh, not to harp too much, too much on the bad stuff. The I mentioned this. The effects, amazing, mind blowing. The story in itself is kind of it seems slapdash and put together. And I read up on it. And it's apparently the original script that was given to Dean Devlin after the success of the first Independence Day. Oh. They wanted a sequel right away. And they, the studio gave him the money. He wrote the script and then felt it wasn't up to the quality of the first movie. It would have been a bad <laughs> sequel. It would have been 
kind of uh, half-assed. So he shelved the script, gave them back their money, and went, you know, went about went about his business. Uh, <laughs> twenty years, twenty years later, um, he broke out that same script. Twenty years later, that so, script's good now. There's a point to be made this. somewhere about that, but about we don't when, have when time. You, when that you I need can... that check, yeah, yeah, that's the point we're making. Well, well it's about quality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't good enough back then, but now people will watch anything. Is that the quantity uh, that's in my bank account that matters? Well, one tremendous <laughs> yeah. plot hole that I can I can point out right off the bat that really makes that just kind of ridiculous. The original movie posed the aliens as kind of a, a locust-like species. Mm-hmm. They move to different societies, mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. in the big mother ship. Mm-hmm. And then they take over, they collect resources, and they move on. Yep. In this one, no, there's a giant alien civilization somewhere, and these are the hive drones with their own individual queen that go to different places. Mm-hmm. And Earth is just one of several hundreds of places where they've gone to, and Earth is the only place where they went to and got sunned. So it's Aww. like they've got other hives elsewhere still collecting resources and siphoning cores, and Earth is the one where they like, you know, nah, no one does this to us. No one ruins our perfect our perfect record. Mm. You know, our kills this the, time our perfect season. <laughs> oh and this time it was personal. They came back in full force. They literally body sl- like like just belly flopped onto Earth and then started drilling into the cores. It was like Man of Steel all over again. I get you. Yeah. And where they tried to make it seem like this was more of a um, of more of a joint world effort, not just the Americans saving the world like it was an Independence Day. Um, it was done kind of half-assed because the approach was it starts off with the Chinese first seeing uh, the aliens coming to Earth, and then gone. Like we're introduced to some Chinese uh, military, and like okay, cool. So it's gonna start with them, and they're gonna be the ones to bring new. No, they're all dead. Okay, cool. Well, then how about these Russians that are in the middle of the? Oh no, they're all dead. Okay, there goes Judd uh, Judd Hirsch. Okay, he's gonna. Oh no, he's gonna die because he's old. And everything that they could have done that would have been predictable but awesome, they didn't do. And the movie itself was predictable but lame. Um, I can't say I didn't enjoy this because, again, the special effects were dope. But this was all special effects. I would have been perfectly happily renting this on Netflix for like two bucks and just watching it Mm. in the comfort of my living room. I I didn't need to go to a theater. You don't need to see it in 3D. You don't need to see it in IMAX. You don't need to see it in any like major format. I will say at the very least, it does give a bit of nostalgic um... Uh, I won't say closure, but it, it, it'll, it'll twang on those little where you, you wonder what became of these characters. Cause Bill Pullman, did he succeed? Brent Spiner, did he get a decent burial? You know, Will Smith, <laughs> did he happily get married and stuff? You know what? Honestly, it's just, if you want a continuation of that story, this has Ocean's 12 syndrome. Uh-huh. It took a story that, you know, yeah, wrapped up neatly and was cool and kind of reopened old wounds. Dude. So I would not recommend this. Right. Do you think any, really- do you think anyone born between the last 20 years in between do would like go <laughs> back and see the first one absolutely not especially <laughs> not from this direct the only thing i can mm. call out is you remember how we liked harry connick jr in the first one and they killed him off with no respect yeah nobody okay thank I you remember. somebody remembers that I, I mm-hmm. know all right well they kind of did that too in this movie um they stepped up william fickner and made him like the general character and we like him he handled business even though he doesn't get much screen time and then i will have to call out um uh dikembe umbutu that was the brother uh, and then Nicholas Wright as Floyd Rosenberg. That's pretty much it. There's not much else uh, in this movie. I'd say pass on it unless you're a really hardcore fan. And if so, wait for a matinee. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Jay, you got a bit of uh, WWE now to drop on us. Yeah, yeah, WWE. And um, step out a little bit to talk about Ring of Honor real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. You already got the first part of the news um, out the way with Lawler and Reigns. Got a little bit of news because um, in the end, this is pro wrestling and ring of honor is very much part of it um at the same time considering that wwe is rating uh, ring of honor as we speak um so a couple things one in the news section um roderick strong is going to wwe via nxt um which is quite interesting because he did a stint there before and he's going back again moose is also slated to go to nxt as well the part that makes it kind of weird is that if y'all not familiar with this brother named moose he's pretty much their titus o'neill not as funny but um, but he's still 
Same similar body built, looks the same, ball head, caught these old dark skinned black guy who used to play football, except he played pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay, he's gonna go to WWE too. And much in his anticipation of the um of the uh, brand extension that WWE is moving to the SmackDown brand and a Raw brand. So ultimately they're trying to figure out how can they backfill NXT. Because as most fans would know, um, in order for them to be able to fill out both the Raw and the SmackDown brand, they're gonna be rated NXT. So they need to backfill all those people they're pulling out. Mm-hmm. And finally, they're gonna probably take Bullet Club member Adam. Cole, um, that he's probably going to make a jump as well. This will ultimately give legitimacy to WWE's The Club. Um, in many, in many, any event, I'm really frustrated about this whole The Club thing, and I'll go talk about that a little later. Also, one so more. You bad, son. I mean, in the end, it's just kind of like you're you're faking a funk by calling it The Club, and all you're doing is taking old members from the Bullet Club, and the Bullet Club is still active. You know, it's pretty shady how Vince is doing it, but whatever. Um, oh yeah, one more thing. Vader, <laughs> big fan Vader, yeah, 61 years this. old. Of uh, this brother got a Twitter beef <laughs> with um <laughs> with William Osprey. Osprey just came off this amazing match um in May um with Ricochet. Um Ricochet who is Prince Puma and um Lucha Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. great wrestler. Um they had this nice match which is high flying. These guys are flying all over the place pulling these spectacular spots to the point where folks are calling it one of the greatest matches of wrestling history just because how fast paced it was. But wrestling purists are like, well, you know what in the end it really wasn't wrestling it was just guys doing acrobatics and gymnastics that so vader so vader so vader was kind of hating on the guy and the guy's like you know what you want to hate on me why don't you come see me in the ring mind you vader <laughs> is ginormous compared to this guy so vader is coming out of semi-retirement yeah. to fight this dude in august um in the uk mind I, you I vader fights that. like once a year you know so he, yeah. the last time he fought was in 2015 so he's coming out of the bench to fight this guy oh, and i mean is he really coming to fight vader's like the immovable object at this point hey he's, man he's coming to stand there and fall on the guy. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to yeah, see how it he goes. He isn't catching this guy. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, the guy can fire. I mean, the guy can flip around the way he is. Go check it out, man. Ricochet, um, Osprey. Check it out, man. It, it was a good match. Yo, they're going to cut one good fart and like take this dude out. <laughs> For real. All right, Money in the Bank. Um, If y'all ain't seen it by now, too bad. So sad because you get some spoilers. All right, I'm going to name, I'm going to highlight the four matches that actually stood out to me. Um, Money in the Bank took place in Vegas. All right, Fatal 4-Way um, tag match. Vaude Villains went up against um, Enzo and Cass. Um, the club and um, the new day. I was real nervous. I was actually on the edge of my seat on this one, trying to see what's going to happen. And the new day took it. Um, it was a couple of botched moves in there. If you watch Botchamania, you'll see some of the moves that got botched a little bit, but they made it work. Um, and it worked out good. Good match. Botchamania status. Okay. Botchamania status, man. Uh, Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. It was a lot of great spots in this match. Overall, good match. I mean, you had Cesaro, KO, um, Jericho, Zemi Zane. Um, Alberto Del Rio and of course Ambrose and if you don't know by now Ambrose took it it's one of those things that you kind of knew was coming down the pipeline it was expected yeah. Um, Styles went up against Cena Adam you and I were talking about it earlier just yeah. how Cena was willing to job throughout the majority of the match so good, man. I was just really impressed so I was really impressed that he was willing to to have Styles control the match even though Cena was calling all of it Right. You know, that's one of the side things about Bachamania. Bachamania let, lets you know who's calling the match. So you can see Cena calling the match and walking, right. watching, walking um, Styles through it, mm-hmm. um, the pacing and all that to tell the story. And um, Cena had him beat him up a lot. The only part that was crummy and much criticism coming from this is that they kind of rushed the finish. And the finish was kind of cheap with the club coming in, interfering, and um, it's Styles winning that way. So that was kind of crummy um, to have it go down that way. Um, you say you ain't seen it, Buffalo, buddy. No, no, no. I was asking. I was, I was waiting. I was waiting for this. I'm not going to go back. Well, yeah. Do you so think, that, do you think this is setting up for something deeper then? Maybe still give Adam a little something to hope for. Maybe I don't know. I? No. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what's going on, man. I'm not happy with it. I felt that the finish was kind of crummy, and they're trying to make it. They're trying. Ultimately, they're trying to turn AJ Styles to the kind of scumbag sort of character that um that. <laughs> Rollins is, but Rollins already got that locked in. Say again? It's probably not that much of a stretch of imagination. It really isn't, but I mean, it just kind of looks cheap. I mean, Rollins already has that that greasy wrestler scumbag bad guy locked in, and he has it so believable. Now you're trying to place that off of AJ Styles, who we all know is kind of a good guy, you know, but at the same time, he's kind of a rough, he's rough around the edges, good guy. So it's like, okay, you're, you're forcing this down my throat or whatevs. Um, the world title match. It was a pretty solid match with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um, Rollins won right afterwards. Ambrose cashed in, got the belt. So it was one of the first times that someone How won the money in the bank happen, and then cash in that night. That night, so, I guess. But I've seen, we've seen that a bunch now, like that money in the bank. As soon as the match gets done, you know. Uh, not really. Not really. This is the first time they cashed it in that night. No, Usually I'm, not saying, do it. I'm saying, yeah, but uh, but I'm talking about just turning it in. Not the you, you, not the same night. Mm-hmm. 
But you'll see what happened. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a good deal. I mean, I thought it was a smart move from the turn to cashing in. Just that notion of cashing it in when the other guy's down is the yeah. easiest way to win it. Right. So for him to cashing in that night, right after the match, was such a huge deal. <laughs> um, to the point, it was one of the few times I legit got goosebumps seeing a pro wrestler do that because you've seen the guy get emotional when he won the briefcase. If him then cash it in and get emotional again for winning the night, belt, yeah. which is awesome, it was a good night for him. Yeah. For him to be able to fight twice back to back like that and get the belt. So overall, coming for him too. It really was. It really was. Overall, it was a good pay per view. Overall, it was a pretty good pay per view. I give it a solid B. Yeah, B. B. Um, the rest of the matches were okay, kind of run of the mill. Uh, nothing really stuck out with the rest of the matches. Um, but those matches I named. No Divas matches? There was a Divas match. It was like a Divas, I think it was a Divas tag match or something like that. It was yeah. blah. I mean, blah. I'm not going to front. I watched some of it, just kind of skipped through it. I just finished. <laughs> That's when I got more dip, you know? Pretty much. <laughs> I just finished reading a review that's saying, you know what? It's sad because it's kind of like they're reverting the Divas back to where they were when they first started. So like it's like, what are you doing? And, ah! Yeah, Pretty much, sure. and it's yeah, unfortunate because yeah. you got quality wrestlers in right, there. Right, right. It's very unfortunate. You're trying, to, you're trying to ditch that too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when's the next one? When's the next pay per view coming? Uh, next pay per view is Tonight. next month. <laughs> yeah, for real. Next <laughs> month, I want to say, um, was it like July 23rd or something or other? Right, it's Battleground. Me, okay, there we go. Thank you. I was like, I was like, and Rain won't next be one? back like, for oh, that one. Will he? In a few weeks, when they have another one on TV, he's like, nah, I want the name. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I got you. Rains will be back because lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, as we talked about earlier earlier in the show that. Um, Reigns got suspended. He got suspended two nights after he dropped the belt. So he'll be back just in time for his, for his triple threat match. High on that Pepto. For real. I uh, real quick we'll fly through this. Uh Ring of Honor did their best best of the world pay-per-view. Um, interested to say the least, they had the Bullet Club. Um, they did an excellent job. The reason why this is a, important at all is because, like I said, um WWE is gonna start rating the legit bullet club, start rating them through. Um, I'm gonna jump straight to the world title match. Jay Lethal, who's been scouted by WWE big time. Jay Lethal held on to his world title against um Jay Briscoe. Really good fight. It was this was probably one of the best world championship matches I've seen in a long time. Just the fact that they were able to hit high spots and were able to legitimately sell it. And the reason why this is important um, is because in many ways, Jay Lethal's been hunted by WWE. They've been looking to get this guy and his response is the, the same as been as it always been. Why go to what is an imitation of us while I'm with the legitimate thing? Damn. Because all for all intents and purposes, all NXT really is. NXT legit is just um, Ring of Honor light. And considering the fact that that pay-per-view I just laid out for you, the vast majority of those folks were in Ring of Honor prior to this. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, um, Cesaro, all these guys, and Seth Rollins who fought for the World Championship. All these guys are Ring of Honor guys. So that's why it's kind of important to at least look at them because this is the ground that Vince is tilling and taking from. Best of the world, great pay-per-view, go find it. Um, You'll find it somewhere. I give that joint a solid A- minus B plus. That's all I got. Cool, cool. It's not to make cats to yeah. rush back to TNA. And one last thing, Cindy Lauper is in vibes. Peter Falk yes. is in vibes as well. We were talking about Last Dragon, though. That was mind? my fault on Last Dragon. He, he, he brought that out. I, I did. Uh-huh. All right, well, shame on the lot of you. Before we go, I just want to remind you all, well, not remind you all, inform you all. Okay, so 50 Cent has been arrested on the island of St. Yeah, exactly, on the island of St. Kitts, Kitts for swearing on stage because these cats apparently told him don't swear and he went up and did P-I-M-P mm-hmm. which little has background. mother effer little background shady there? so 50 was actually called to actually just host this show at St. Kitts he went up there you know doing his 50 thing and the promoter was like yo perform the song perform a song for us he's like well I'm here just to host the show okay fine I'll do a song all they had was the dirty version of P-I-M-P mm. so he got set up in many ways so he went up there did the song all the curses are in it because they had the dirty version on their own, on their own. DJ had that joint, I did and he not did it. Realize he was a victim. In many ways, he got sideswiped. He wasn't supposed to be performing that's anyway. Bad fifty, yeah. That's, that's a daggone shame. Well, Fifty Cent and one of his um and one of his entourage members were immediately arrested after he performed the song mm-hmm. and formally charged with mm-hmm. uh, profanity in public. So apparently, a potty mouth can get you locked up. If you were saying kits, uh, watch mm-hmm. your butts. And this has been the Geek Down here on <laughs> WEMF. I've been Pat B. Run another fantastically interesting program with all the hottest entertainment news. My homeboy, Black Adam Willis. Yeah. <laughs> My homeboy, Jamie J. Yeah, yeah. My homeboy, Herbie Herb. We can't reach through this window. All right. Woo. That was, that was very, very, very enthusiastic. All right. I want to remind you all to catch us every Monday night, 9 p.m. right here on WEMF Radio and other... 
rebroadcast like that there same place and also if you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or jump right to the website and catch the latest at geek-down.com until then we'll catch you all right here wmfradio.com 9pm same bad time same bad channel and until then next week kids we'll remind you be excellent to each other <laughs>